Hello and welcome to Connecting You to You Radio, where we tune in to receive the messages of health and well-being that are being broadcast from the soul. I'm your host, Lisa Warner, author of The Simplicity of Self-Healing. I show you how to heal your body naturally by combining your body's innate intelligence with the wisdom of your own soul so that you can break through the mental programming of limiting beliefs that cause disease and make healing your body and changing your life simple. Good day, everyone. Welcome to another Solution Sunday. I am Lisa Warner, and I good am day. here today with my good friend, Masha Weston, who is an energy therapist. And today we are going to be talking about realizing energy. We don't realize the energy that is all around us because we've never been taught. We've never been taught to see it. We've never been taught to notice it. We've never been taught to look at the non-physical. So everything is energy. And today, Masha and I are going to help you see energy from a different perspective. So Masha, welcome. Hi, Lisa. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me here. I'm excited. You are so welcome. You are a repeat guest. You've been here before, so we are very happy to have you back. And so tell us a little bit about, about your experience with energy. Hmm. Energy, I think the very, very first time, and most of us will agree there, that I've noticed energy without knowing, was picking up on other people's energy. I've always been great at people that are smiling, really proclaiming they're happy to pick up on there's something wrong, they're not happy, they're sad, something's happened. So yes, this typical empathic thing, but I didn't realize that was energy until a good years later and later. Energy feeling, hmm, yes, you do feel it a little bit, but you still don't know what it is. And then I started practicing Reiki or learning better say. And that was when my hands started throbbing every now and then. That was the very, very first time I felt, really felt energy and knowing that that was energy. Yeah. And from the experience of with people I've done Reiki on, some of them said it was like electricity running through their body. So knowing you're using the energy, but other people are feeling it as well, makes you look into it a bit more. Exactly. You know, we've never been taught about energy. We all know that the earth has an electromagnetic field. We've, we've all heard of that. We, we see the thunderstorm, so we know there's lightning. We know there's electricity in the air. And we know there's magnetics, like magnetic energy, because we've all used a, a compass or we have compasses in our cars now that point to, to north. So we know about that, but we don't really understand what the significance of that is or how we use energy. You know, when I learned that thoughts are electrical you know, the little electric circuitry in our brain and our emotions are magnetic. It's like, oh, electromagnetic. Wait a minute. There's a connection here between energy and our thoughts and our feelings. Wait a minute. Let's look a little deeper here. <laughs> exactly. And that's, that's as well why so many people use the law of attraction wrong. Because with their mind, they're trying to attract something, but their emotions are saying, no, I don't deserve it, or no, 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 that that can't ever happen. So they're not working together, and that's when they don't manifest, and that's when people then give up. Instead of changing the energy towards it, and then manifesting whatever they desire, 
Exactly. Yeah, we have these thoughts about doubt or, you know, I don't deserve this or I can't have this or I don't have enough money or I'm unworthy. Whatever those thoughts are that run contrary, there's an energy that's attached to those thought patterns. So shame, guilt, doubt, lack, all of those are energies unto themselves. They're qualities of energy. And every quality of energy has its own thought patterns that are attached to it. But we get so caught up in our mind that we don't notice the energy. And when we start to realize that everything is energy and we can change our energy at the drop of a hat, just with a pure intention, we can start clearing these energies out of our energy field. And when we clear those energies out, the thought patterns go away. <laughs> you know, when I realized, not only energy, but when I realized it properly, how it works, was when I finally realized there is no yesterday, there is no tomorrow, there is no time, there's only now. An endless now. Within our lifespan, okay, there is an end. For our souls, it's just an endless. Now, so stop thinking about yesterday or whatever in the past. Stop worrying about tomorrow because tomorrow still will be tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're only living in the now. So, try to make the now the best you it can be, which doesn't mean don't, don't think about the future, don't plan, don't get excited about it. But be more in the now or make it the best it can be. And then your next now, which comes straight after, will be even better. And exactly. that's where you keep the energy. So that way as well, you get rid of the energy from the past. And you get rid of the energy of worrying about the future. Precisely. I love that. You know, in this in this crazy, crazy world we live in, we have all been taught to look at the physical stuff. Mm -hmm. We've all been taught to look at what is, mm -hmm. and you have to just deal with what is. Mm -hmm. But what is, is what we just created. It's mm -hmm. like, what is only is because we have created it to be that way. Yeah. And we can literally change what is at any time, mm -hmm. at any point in time. Exactly. So reality really is different for everyone. Yeah. My reality is different from yours. Yeah. We are at the moment sharing our now to a degree, but within different realities. I mean, my reality at the moment is I'm in the afternoon in a totally different country. Your reality is you're in the morning in a totally different country. The weather is totally different. Everything around you is different for me. So my reality is different. So is there really a reality? Yes, my own. And for you, your own. And for everyone else, their own reality. So reality doesn't really, to a degree, doesn't even exist. So true. Uh, the only reason it appears as if there is a collective reality is because all of our attentions get focused on the similar things. And then we all just agree that, oh, well, this thing, whatever it is, is, is the way it is. Mm -hmm. And we just accept it as part of our reality. When we don't have to accept anything as part of our reality that we don't want to accept. Like we can literally create anything we desire and we don't have to play in that collective reality. But each one of us, as we raise our own vibration and we start to realize, hey, wait a minute, I don't have to play these games. We start to empower others around us to realize, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> there is something different. Mm -hmm. So it's really, truly all about realizing our reality, realizing that we are completely free. 
the soul that we are <laughs> exists in the infinite now. Mm-hmm. And the, as the soul, it always exists in the infinite now. Exactly. And even though we in this body, the body may not exist forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, but the soul does. So having this physical experience is just simply a game that we're playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the same counts with the energies. We choose what energies we carry with us in and out. Consciously and subconsciously. Consciously, we are carrying from the past with us if we have good memories and we're thinking back in these good times. Then we are carrying this good energy into the now with us. Subconsciously, it's a bit harder because there are certain things in our past that have happened that we're still carrying about with us subconsciously, not knowingly thinking about those situations. So that that is a little bit harder, but still we've got to deal with these energies now because they're here with us. We can't deal with them in the past. We can't deal with them in the future. We can only deal with them in the now. Whatever way we choose to deal with them, even if we decide, okay, we are putting ourselves back into that time and deal with the energy there and put love and light to it and change the whole energy us we're still changing it now we don't change it then exactly the now is the only point that we have any power Mm -hmm. it's our only point of creation we can't create in the past because it's already gone and we can't create in the future because it's not here yet we can only create in the now Mm -hmm. and even for those that say we can time travel you're still, you're not traveling into the future. You're not traveling into the past. You're still traveling into the now. Because whatever year you would travel to, it's still your now. Yes, it's a different year, but for you, it's still real time. So it's your now. Precisely. Great point. I love that. So you know, because we've never really been taught how to notice energy, you know, it, we have been taught that we have to go back, you know, if we're carrying stuff from our past, you know, if we got hurt, wounded, you know, our heart got wounded as a child, we got betrayed, or we, we were, you know, we, we had something bad happen to us. And we still have that pain that we're carrying with us. We don't know how to get rid of that. We've been taught that we need to go go to therapy and that we need to kind of go back to the situation and we have to relive the situation and we have to feel all of those energies and we have to make peace with the situation. But to my way of thinking, that's really, really difficult. Mm -hmm. And it's really traumatic a lot of times. Oh, yes, reliving certain things. I wouldn't want to relive certain things in my life anymore. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So. But, you know, what we're, it's not that we're carrying that, the situation with us. We're carrying the electromagnetic charge yeah. of the situation with us. Mm-hmm. That thing that was like, oh, ow, this isn't good. Those charges. You know, anger, rage, resentment, those are really charged energies. Guilt, depression, doubt, fear, a lot of electromagnetic charge to those energies. Mm -hmm. And these are subconscious. That is the hard thing about it. If they would be conscious, you can change it easier. And I wish I would have known back 10, 12, 15 years what I know now because I would have had it so much easier I mean I've been I've run away from Germany to Spain from a violent relationship and if a man then at the first at the beginning a man made a a quick movement I straight away went into defense subconsciously not because I thought that man is going to attack me not because I thought all men are bad but subconsciously, it was this, oh, he's going to attack. 
So I had to train myself again and again and again, saying to myself, not all men are the same. Just because one, it doesn't mean all of them. And it took a long time until I've gotten to, yes, now a man can do whatever they want next to me. I'm not going to go straight into the defense unless they attack, would attack. If I would have known then already, now I can go in and I can just clear that energy out. I can release it. Because of learning how to deal with energy and working with energy. And releasing, everybody's got their own way of releasing if they're doing it on their own or with help. But everybody is, is different. Some people like to go back to the past, to the event and send the love and light there and release it from there. You don't have to necessarily, because as I said before, the energy is in the now. So you can clear it in the now. Exactly. I'm going to just, I'm going to change my background. I created this virtual background the other day just for, for illustration purposes, but this is our energy field. If you can see, there's a, for anybody that's not watching is there's a, an outline of a person standing up and then there is the aura around it. So this energy field is the personal aura. And all of these energies are housed in this energy field right now, <laughs> right here, right now. So these traumatic experiences charge the energies and they draw the energies together. So they lock the energy in place in this scenario. So in, in Masha's in, instance, you know, men and fear, like, uh-oh, I'm going to get attacked. And men, that those energies got locked together in a pattern in her energy field. Now, it, when if she understood that, ooh, that fear or that, you know, that apprehension is an energy, she could clear that energy out and then the reaction goes away, realizing, oh, that's that was a past, it didn't, doesn't equal my future. I don't have to create that again. And it's not all people that are this way. So when we can start to look at this energy field around the body exists all the time, just like the earth's electromagnetic field exists all the time, but we don't realize it because it's just around us. We've always had it around us. But when we feel other people's energy when people come in with a charged energy we feel that charge you know if people have had a fight in a room you walk into somebody's house they invite you over for dinner and you walk into the house and all of a sudden you're like whoa they just had a fight like you can feel it in the air it's like it's because these electromagnetic charges are in the air just like a lightning storm so this is what we pick up with our bodies. Our bodies are the vehicle that we use to feel energies. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, it's great and easy to do that with other people's energy. But not so easy with your own, because as you say, we're used to it. It's around us all the time. Mm -hmm. So the changes are much more subtle to us much more subtle to pick up so much much harder but once you realize that you can pick up on other people's energy and it's energy you're picking up you can tune into your own much easier as well exactly you know and the the energy is the non-physical part of us this this energy field houses the soul it houses our mental body our emotional bodies our causal bodies the our akashic you know our akashic records are held in this energy field the history of our soul is held in this energy field and so our attention has always been drawn away from the energy field. Don't look at that energy field there. Don't notice that energy, because if you notice that energy, this is where all of your power is. Mm -hmm. 
if you know how to manage this energy field, if you know how to clear this out and you know how to connect to the soul, which is right here, the wisdom of the soul is housed in this energy field. If we know how to connect to the wisdom of the soul and we know how to clear out these negative energies, we can't be controlled because we are then the creators of our own reality. Because everything we create, we create from this energy. Yep. And I mean, there has been parts in the Bible that have been cut out. In fact, mm. you said, if your soul and your mind work together, you can create miracles. Exactly. And that's what they've been trying to avoid us actually doing connecting the mind and the soul exactly the mind is the is the part that has been programmed by society this is the way it is and you have to do it the way we all do it and we have to you have to do what we say and this is and so that mind it's like this it's like chiseled into the mind that you have to do what you have to do. And it is the way it is. And, and it just is that like wedge that. that gets driven in between the soul and the body. And now we have a soul and a body that are fully connected, but with this wedge that has been drawn, you know, wedged in between as this programmed mind. I mean, just think back in, in children, childhoods. My mom and dad told me I had an imaginary friend. Was this friend really imaginary? Or if I just been told that because they couldn't see it because they already have been programmed, so they programmed me into thinking these things don't exist. Exactly. This is what we're taught, right? Unless you can see it, touch it, taste it, smell it, it's not real. And unless everybody can see it. Exactly. So well, when we are told that the non-physical is not real, we simply turn our, our vision away from our energy field. We, we, we turn our attention away from the non-physical parts of ourself. Now, this energy field is part of who we are, just as much as your arm is part of who you are. This energy field is just as real, and it's the greater part of who you are, not the better than part of who you are, but it's the more, it's the higher vibration. It's the next octave up from the physical. It is it is the part that houses all of our personal power. Yeah, exactly. But if, if you think in society, when they talk about energy, it's always the negative. You go into the haunted places. There is energies there. Oh, suddenly we're talking about energies. Hang on. But they are always the bad ones, the frightening ones, which then as well keeps us away from thinking that we have energy and this energy is not frightening, it's not bad, it's actually the exact opposite, it's love and light, it's full of it. Exactly, we're taught that, that ghosts and demons are real, but angels, no, nah, that's not real, <laughs> that's, just, that's just imagination. But it turns out that our imagination is the tool that we use to see non-physical energies <laughs> yeah and same as creativity is different for everyone the way we see it is different for everyone some people just sense it other people actually can see an aura maybe not their own but other people's auras other people just need to have an image of something to see others feel it others just get into their mind you ask them is there something in your energy field and if they just listen in, they get an answer somehow, either by a picture or by something saying it to them or just a thought. So everyone is different. Exactly. 
So we, we've all had different experiences that have different charges to them. So we're all carrying all kinds of different energies in our energy field. Mm -hmm. And I talk about energy like going into a paint store. You know, when you go into the paint store, there are thousands of different colors to choose from. You know, a huge spectrum. And all those colors, from the darkest of the dark to the lightest of the light. And the dark colors are not bad colors and the light colors are not good colors. They're just colors. Sometimes you need the black as the contrast to the white, you know, so you can see the shades. So all energies are available to us. However, we don't have to lock the heavy, dense, dark energies in our energy field. But that's what happens when we have these experiences from childhood, from, from any time in life, stuff that, that we don't like, the things that hurt our hearts. Mm -hmm. Those charges get stuck in our energy field until they're neutralized. Mm -hmm. So every thought we have ever thought that hasn't been neutralized, guess where it's hanging out? And not only that, it's as well what we've noticed in the last, during the pandemic, say, the collective energy is, plays a part as well. Yeah. It's been heavy, it's been dense, it's been full of fear. And even people that might have not feared it as much have noticed this heavy, dense energy and it's been coming into their energy field as well. So it's not only our own. No, because this is you know, the great point, because our personal energy field is a fractal. It is this, it's the mirror image of the Earth's electromagnetic field. So in the Earth's electromagnetic field, all the collective thoughts, beliefs, and ideas that have not been neutralized are hanging out in the Earth's electromagnetic field. All of the energies that are charged are hanging out in the Earth's electromagnetic field. So we live right here all around us. The electromagnetic field is like the ocean of energy that we live in. And if you think about swimming through the ocean, you move through the ocean by resistance, by pushing against the water propels you forward. But we don't realize that all the resistance that we feel in life, all of the stuff that doesn't feel good is literally in the air around us. It's in the energy field around us. So it's really up to us to start clearing out our own energy field. Because when we do that, our energy field actually, if you think of the Earth's electromagnetic field like, a, like an, an ocean, if we clear out our personal energy field, it's like a bubble in the ocean. It starts to rise to the top. And pretty soon we pop out and we're not in that ocean of society's energies. We're not constantly being charged and pushed and pulled and moved about by the collective craziness. We start to live like the floating on the cork on the top where we don't have to be pushed around, that we actually kind of float up and we actually just move up into the air where everything is completely free and we can just simply create freely anything we desire. And at the same time, we're clearing out the Earth's electromagnetic field as well. By clearing out our energy, we're neutralizing at least some bits of it as well. <clears throat> Absolutely. That's why it's so super important, as you say, clear your own energy field, not only for your own health and for your own good, but for the collective good. Absolutely. Yeah, because the people that are not are not aware of energy, simply they're they're told something and they go, oh, okay, well, that is the way it is, so I better do what they say. But when we start to realize that, you know, like 
what we're being told to do doesn't really feel good. Something feels off about it. And when something feels off, it is. <laughs> like, it is. We have to learn how to tune in to our own inner guidance. You know, as children, we are taught to not listen to ourselves. Yes. Because the parent, the adults around us don't listen mm -hmm. to us. They are, they simply, this is the way it is. You have to go to school now. Oh, the alarm clock, got, you got to get up because it's time to get up. And they don't listen. They don't, they have already been programmed into it is the way it is. So we're not, you know, children are looked at as like a blank slate. Mm -hmm. And they're looked at as they don't have any wisdom and that they have to be taught every single thing. So we have to, we have to teach these kids. Well, but unfortunately, the kids are already connected to source. Mm -hmm. They're already full of wisdom. Mm -hmm. But because they're not looked at as such, the wisdom goes unnoticed. Yes. yes. I mean, you get told as a kid, listen to your parents, listen to your teacher, listen to the uncle policeman over there, listen to any person of authority listen to them so don't listen to yourself they know much more no they don't they know as much as you do theoretically exactly yeah but the the unfortunate part of that is that the adults have already been programmed out of listening to their own intuition already programmed out of looking at the non-physical noticing the non-physical you know the the problem the root of the problem is that our soul is non-physical mm -hmm. and we are the soul right here right now we are both physical and non-physical yet we are taught that we are only physical we are taught to ignore the non-physical self which is a huge problem because 99% of us is non-physical. <laughs> that would be like saying, just listen to your tiny toe and ignore the rest of the body. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then when, when something goes awry with the body, we're simply taught, oh, you have to go to the doctor and find out what's wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Well, the problem with this is the body is always functioning exactly the way it's designed to function. There is literally never anything wrong with our bodies. Mm -hmm. Our bodies are designed to counteract our off-balanceness. So when we are worrying about, you're worried and stressed and angry and, and we're living off-balance, our bodies respond to our off-balanceness. And then when we manage to bring ourselves back into balance, the body has to counteract and come back into balance as well. This is healing, but healing is the painful part. We have been programmed backwards. So we have been taught that healing is a disease. That healing is there's something wrong with us. Unfortunately, now we have an entire world believing in sickness instead of understanding that our bodies are actually rebalancing themselves. Yeah, I mean, if you just look into language, I mean, every language is different, but we've all got those signs of like, she's carrying the whole weight of the world on her shoulders. So if you're always down and you're worried about everything and anything, it shows physically already most of the time the person is hunched over and looking down and putting all this pressure on the body. There is already a hint of anything that happens to you reflects as well in the body. So all energy somehow will reflect sooner or later in your body, whether it's 
your leg because you've been dragging a, a ball and chain behind you, something was holding you back, then it might be your knee, your ankle, your foot, your leg, whatever, or your hip that's hurting, or your back, or your skin because you feel unclean or unworthy, which whatever it is, it will show sooner or later in your body. Absolutely. Exactly the way it is designed to work. Mm-hmm. So when, when the body is off balance, we have to start understanding why it is that way. And in order to bring it back into balance, we have to look at the energy. And when we clear the energy field, the body comes right back into balance. When, but right now the model is we go to the doctor and then they give us a label. Oh, you have this terrible disease and now you've only got three years left to live. Oh, now we got a whole other problem. <laughs> and now we have a whole nother scenario that we have just thrown into our future. Doesn't even exist. But now we go, oh, this looks bad for my future. Oh, but this is the way it is. And now we just live out that whole story. Stop living out the stories, people. (laughs) I think even worse, though, than the doctors is Dr. Google. (laughs) You've got a slight headache and, I don't know, your cheek is itching a little bit and you're putting that into... Dr. Google, and you're 100% going to die within a few weeks because, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know, unfortunately, all of the really great information, like the real information about, hey, your body is designed to heal itself automatically, for free, naturally. Like, this is the design. You know, all of that information is like shoved way, way, way over in the corner somewhere where like... the normal person would never ever find it mm-hmm. yeah. so it's like you said it's finding out is your body reacting to negative energies that you're holding or is it already having let gone of all this is it already in healing and then treat it accordingly not with medication if not with the right energy or with just the thinking okay it's balancing itself back out because I already released it, I've let go. Or is it, mm, there is something that I need to release so my body can get back to normal? Precisely. Yeah, and what a different world we would live in if people actually trusted their own body to heal itself. Mm-hmm. Rather than running off to the doctor every time going, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with me, what's wrong with me? What if everybody simply knew that there was nothing wrong with them? And what if they knew how to manage their energy field so that they could clear out all of the stuff? And you know what happens when you live in a balanced and aligned energy field? Do you know what happens to your body? It balances and aligns to match the energy. And you know what happens to your life? It balances and aligns to match your energy. (laughs) Exactly. It works both ways. It works with a negative. It balances you down. Or with a positive energy, it balances it to where it's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. We have Jackie saying, I know of someone who is moving forward to marry a man for his finances, but who she doesn't love. Now she can't move forward because her hips aren't working anymore. (laughs) Yep. Right? Or that we just spoke about. (laughs) Exactly. It shows up in our bodies. So instead of going, oh no, running to the doctor saying, oh, what's wrong with my hip? And the doctor saying, Oh, well, that's all worn out. We're going to have to replace it. We're going to give you a fake one, which is going to be far better than the organic original one. Instead of that, looking at the energies that are out of balance. And when those energies come back into balance, hip comes right back into balance as well. Exactly. And either everyone can do that themselves. Yep. There is no magic trick to it. You can do it yourself. 
exactly. sometimes it's easier if you do it with someone else if you've got to release it in a certain way I mean I love talking to a good friend just release it that way as well if I have the intention of not just talking about it if not releasing it while I'm talking about it mm -hmm. that helps that's that's what I do really I, I do a little bit of energy work on my patients but I let them talk I just let them release it get it out other people prefer doing it themselves or doing it in meditation or doing it guiding them back to whenever it happened whatever works for you exactly you know it's always easier with somebody I mean 99% of the time it's always easier with somebody else you know if I've got something stuck in my tooth well it's easier to just go look in the mirror, you know, and see, you know, like we can't see ourselves. So having somebody else as our mirror to go, you know, I got this thing going on. They're like, I can't see what it is. Like, can you help me see what is it, what it is? Like, let me tell you the story. Then, then you as the neutral observer can then reflect back and go, oh, here's what I see. Have you ever thought about it this way? It's like, oh, thank you <laughs> right it's always easier or if you don't know why if you don't know why you've got that say that ball and chain again to your leg or whatever is tying you and holding you back and you're thinking well hmm. then you have somebody asking you the questions well when did it first start what happened in your life at that time mm -hmm. so if you have that that somebody gets you to reflect on it then you know what was up and can release it. And we don't always see it ourselves because a lot of it is subconscious. If we make the conscious decision, yes, we would definitely know, but we don't, not always. Exactly. You know, and when it comes to our bodies, we've never been taught that there is a direct connection between our thoughts our emotions and our physicalness. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the mind and the soul are never considered when we go to the doctor. When was the last time your doctor ever asked about your soul? Like, how are you being? Like, never, but we are body, mind, and soul. Mm -hmm. And if we don't look at all three parts, we can't see the whole. Yeah. If they do talk a little bit, and I've seen it with my mother-in-law who passed away a few years ago, she was in so much pain and she was saying to the doctor, it's making me depressed. Mm -hmm. What did he do? Painkillers and antidepressants. Yep. That wasn't the cause of her pain. That wasn't the cause. Antidepressants don't really help because it was the pain that was getting her down. So deal with the pain, get rid of the pain of the cause of it, and then there's no antidepressants needed because she wouldn't have been depressed without the pain. Right. And that depression is an energy. It's like a really low frequency, heavy, dense energy. Mm -hmm. And when you start to clear that energy out, you can raise that vibration and the pain starts to go away. You know, and the pain, what I've, what I've discovered is that the pain is multiplied a thousandfold when we're scared of it mm -hmm. when we're in that position of oh no there's something wrong with me that pain intensifies off the charts mm -hmm. because there's resistance to it we're like oh no there's something wrong with me I don't know what's wrong with me I don't know how I don't know how to get out of the pain I don't if we if we flip it around and we start to understand that pain equals healing Pain happens in the healing phase. So when if we flip it around and we start to understand healing is uncomfortable, healing is painful. <laughs> and when we start to look at the, the discomfort from the perspective of, oh, my body is actually now rebalancing itself, we can move through the discomfort exponentially faster. And our bodies can heal lickety-split. Mm -hmm. 
But as long as we're worried about it, if we're stressed over, we're afraid of what's going on with our bodies, that is going to get drawn out forever and ever. Basically, it can get drawn out for the rest of your life, and that can shorten your life exponentially. Yeah. But at the same time, you can also think healing can be painful, but it also can be a piece of cake. Yep. So don't expect it always to be painful because then it will always be painful. Well, exactly. Here, the, the point really, the, the great point, you know, and what I like, there, there will always be changes mm-hmm. when, we're, when the body is healing. And you're going to notice those changes one way or the other, whether it's a cough, a sneeze, a fever, um, an ache or a pain. It doesn't have to be like like horrible, you know, life shattering pain, but you will notice that discomfort. It will come out as some sort of discomfort. So, but it does. It doesn't have to be horrific. It's just, oh, my body is healing. Yeah, it can be constant tiredness as well for a while. So yes, it can be a lot of things, and that's the thing that I always found when talking or listening to other people about your great awakening well I always thought I haven't had my awakening yet because everybody is telling how horrifying it is and how terrible and how much suffering you've got to go through during your great awakening Uh and I haven't had any of that yet so I've always been thinking well when is it going to happen to me finally when am I going to wait no, you don't. If, if you expect it to be that terrible, it either is going to be that terrible, or you, if you haven't had it that terrible, you're thinking it's not going to happen at all. So, always expect it. It can be anyway, it can be painful, it can be easy, it can be well, whatever it chooses to be. But just chill with it and say, All right, it's just a body healing, and it will make it easier. Absolutely. And that's like also like a huge psyops, if we want to use that word, is that you know, the idea that we're not already awake. Once we start to realize, wait a minute, there's more to life than what meets the eye. Like there's a lot of non-physical stuff that I haven't been paying attention to. Like, wait a minute, there is a soul, there is more, there is, there are other dimensions, there are, there's energy. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, as soon as we realize there's more than just what is, it's like, oh, we're really pretty much awake. Like when we start to realize, like, wait a minute, it already has happened. And then the idea of there's, you know, somewhere else we have to get better or more or we have to move into a new dimension well like that idea that we have to move into a higher dimension is really I got stuck there forever oh my gosh forever and ever and ever thinking I had to move to a higher dimension it's like no you you become aware in a higher dimension you move out in your energy field you get quieter So you move inside more, you get quieter and you just start to simply become aware. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you've been stuck into having to jump to the angels to whatever dimension and I gotten stuck in. Well, I probably haven't evolved yet. What's wrong with me? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. They, they, They make it very difficult on us to start to really tune into our own inner guidance and our our own wisdom mm-hmm. so I, yeah right like i love the i love that you're talking about you know being able to feel energies running through the body cuz a lot of people when we feel the energy running through our bodies we run away from it and go, oh no, <laughs> like I feel weird. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. Quite true. I mean, the first time I had my hands pulsating, it was exciting at the same time, a bit weird. It was odd because what's happening? 
I mean, okay, I knew I had my Reiki training and I've already been told that you would feel energy in some way or another, but it was still oh, interesting, very interesting. And the same with once you realize that you're living just in the now and that you've got to make the now the best you can make it as if it would be your last. Well, they normally say, oh, live your life as if it would be your last day. No, not your last day, your last now. Without robbing a bank or not paying the mortgage, not thinking in the future, <clears throat> your energy shifts, your energy gets better, your life gets better. And that's, that's the energy that you really want to get to. The best moment you can live every single moment. They're not all going to be great. But the best for that situation, yes, I still sometimes get a bit wound up driving. Somebody cuts me off. I'm still for a second going, ah! And then I'll just let it go. Because well, it's not worth it. It really isn't worth it. If that would have been my last moment, I don't want to have it lived in a long while. But yes, the emotions belong to it. There is your highs and your lows. But as long as you know you've lived your best moment then that's all you've got to ask for exactly and when we start to realize that you know just like you said you can just simply neutralize that charge it's like oh they cut me off ah! oh, wait a minute you know what and you just let it go you let go of that resistance. So many people just get stuck like, ah, I can't believe that. And then they retell the story. And, you know, next week, they're still, like, I can't believe that happened to me last week. <laughs> you know, and they're just still holding it without understanding how to neutralize those charges. We just walk around. And it's like we keep building up and building up and building up all of this static energy that's all charged in our bodies. And, our, and we expect that our bodies are going to not react to the charges. Yeah. Like, you have to start recognizing everything is energy, including our bodies. So energetically live your best now. Whatever hard situation you might encounter at the moment, try to make it the best energetically you can in the sense of, I'm not going to worry too much about it. I'm going to release it. I'm not going to let it go. I'm going to focus on the positive. But at least I still, I'm healthy. I still, at least I still got the clothes I'm wearing. Whatever it is you can focus on that makes your energy the best it can be at that point. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. And to start to realize that it is energy and it is in this energy field. And that as energy itself, we don't really even have to deal with the thoughts or the situation as much as literally noticing the quality of the energy and then grounding it off, letting it drop down through your grounding cord. Imagine that you have a grounding cord connecting from the base of your spine or the bottoms of your feet down into the heart of Mother Earth allow that energy to siphon off down that that grounding cord allow mother earth to transmute that energy you're not sending bad energy into the earth it's just energy and mother earth she she knows exactly what to do with that yep. so it's all about utilizing the tools that you've got and start to become aware of energy patterns and that you can neutralize those energy patterns. And when you neutralize the pattern, the pattern leaves your life. The circumstances change when you change the energy that's generating the circumstance. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the way you talked about it being vortexes in your energy field. Mm -hmm. For me, the negative ones are the black holes. And they act like black holes. As long as you keep them there, they're going to attract more and more and more of it. Exactly. So here's my here's my next teaching tool, my virtual background. It looks like for anybody who's not watching, it looks like a, a basically a, a snow globe, like a crystalline sphere that has all of these energy vortexes. So like a, um, 
like a little whirlpool on the water or a tornado. It looks like the funnel of the tornado, the fat end is on the on the glass of the snow globe, but then the, the skinny end is in the center that can attaches to a universe. And we are each our own universe. So these energies, we're pulling these energies in to create our physical circumstances. So all of these energies, if this is our hopes and dreams, awesome, put those hopes and dreams in action, get them spinning, put some energy in, get excited, get enthusiastic, dream about them. And that puts the energy in motion and the law of attraction. Then just like a leaf floating on the water, that leaf then gets pulled into the vortex. So the exact thing you want is getting pulled into the vortex. But if you've got fear or guilt or doubt or worry, and those are what are spinning around in your head, then those are the energies that you're pulling in. So we have to start to notice what is it that's generating my universe? Mm -hmm. yep. It's all energy. In and we're coming back to my reality. That universe is my reality. No one else is. Exactly. Because we're each the center of the universe. If you look outside, just look around, all the way around you, up, down, forward, backward, left, right, the universe exists all around you. And no matter where you go, the whole rest of the universe exists all the way around you. So you are always the center of your universe. <laughs> yes. And what I like doing is, just practicing, sometimes lying down and thinking, I am the universe. I am the universe filled with love and light. And this love and light is there for everybody and everything who's open to receiving it. That's not clearing my own, but that's clearing everybody else's to a degree. So helping everybody who's open to receiving some even if they don't believe in the energies, but they might be praying for a miracle. They're open to receiving and they will receive if we send. Beautiful. I love that. It's so true because as we connect to the love that's inside, there's an infinite supply of love. There's an infinite supply of light comes straight out from our heart center and when we connect to that and we start amplifying that and we fill our energy field, our globe with that light, it starts to neutralize all of those negative charges mm -hmm. and it starts to smooth out our reality. And this is literally how we start to love ourselves. It is literally activating the love and the light that's inside and consciously flowing it mm -hmm. into our reality, into our bodies, into our own universe. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, it starts to raise the collective consciousness as well. Exactly. And, and that's, I think, as well, the easiest way to clear at least the smaller of the vortexes that you have. The yep. bigger ones over time, probably as well. But it, it works so finely and quickly, you don't even have to know what you're clearing. Exactly. But you're clearing the negative energy away from you. Or like I sometimes do, I just breathe in energy, love and light, I breathe it in. I then compress everything that's in me emotion-wise together. I transform it myself into love and light. And when I breathe out, I release it into the world. Beautiful. Another very, very, very simple way. You don't even have to know what emotions do you're dealing with or what they're coming from. Just take them all and release them. But as you said before, in a positive way, you're not releasing anything negative. Yes, you're releasing negative from you, but you've transformed it into love and light. Well, that can't be negative, can it? Exactly. Love is the great neutralizer. Love is the thing that literally 
reverses the charge. It neutralizes all of those charges. So it's really going back to it's all about energy. Mm-hmm. And when we start to recognize that everything is energy and love is the thing that neutralizes the charges, then we can literally start to decouple all of the negative stuff in our life by sending love to it. It's not about loving the negative stuff, it's about literally utilizing the neutralizing charge the neutralizing energy to decouple the charges, the thoughts and the emotions that have locked together into a negative pattern. When we send that love, it starts to dissolve. Mm -hmm. So when we look in the world today, you know, we see all of these really heinous things going on in the world and people are, no, no, no. Well, that just adds more energy to the heinous things that are going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And it's not about loving the heinous things, but it's about starting to neutralize the charges, to stop engaging with the heinous things, stop doing what what they're being told that doesn't feel right to us, and start sending love in that direction. Exactly. By either releasing from you the love, because you need to release as well certain things. So if you turn them into love and let them go, they help others and they help you because you release. Or by just focusing on the positive. I mean, I don't, I barely watch the news because I don't want to see all these things that will depress me. And at the same time, when we had here, well until shortly where even when you left the house you had to wear a mask I didn't like it at all really not so I didn't focus on oh I don't like having to wear that mask when I was walking outside I focused on look at that beautiful flower oh and that butterfly isn't that gorgeous Mm -hmm. so I focused on the positive instead of keeping my focus on oh this mask is mm." so put your focus wherever it serves you the best. Yeah. So in the positive way, into the loving way. Yeah. You know, and we always, we always have choice. Mm-hmm. They, they want us to believe that we don't have choice. We always have choice. So following your own inner guidance. Mm-hmm. Just because everybody else is jumping off the bridge doesn't mean you have to jump off the bridge. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, so, oh, just because everybody jumps off the bridge and falls, and you think if I jump off and fly, if that really is your intuition, you will fly. Absolutely. Don't don't jump off a real bridge now. Don't listening to me here yet. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Tanya is watching today. She's got a great bridge story. <laughs> Good. Beautiful. Well. Masha, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you so much for joining us today. I was flown by. (laughs) (laughs) It has, for sure. Is there anything else you want to add to our conversation today? Anything else you want people to know? At the moment, no, but I'll, I'll definitely check in. If anybody's got more questions, I'm happy to continue the conversation in the chat. Beautiful. And is there a way that people can can reach out to you if they want to know more about about energy work or Reiki or receive distance Reiki or anything? The easiest way probably is just find me on Facebook, Masha Weston. There's only one as far as I know, so it's easy to find me. Um, (laughs) Just when you send me a message, well, send me a message, or if you send me a friend request, send a message as well, because I've gotten a bit more careful in accepting who I don't know yet. So just say if you're coming from Lisa or from from here, I definitely accept. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, thank you all so much for, for listening this morning. We really appreciate it. If anybody has questions, feel free to, hop, to pop them in the chat. And Masha and I will both be monitoring the chat. 
If you are watching on uh, YouTube, please give us a give us a, a like, a thumbs up. Let us know if you enjoyed our conversation today. And uh, and thank you all. My name is Lisa Warner. For anybody that's not not familiar, my name and uh, I'm the author of the Simplicity of Self Healing, which I wrote after I realized that I could change my energy to heal my body. <laughs> so. Healing is far simpler than we've ever been allowed to know. So if you are struggling with a health condition and you want to heal naturally, um, please reach out to me. I will show you how to do it the simple way. <laughs> Beautiful. So thank you so much for joining us for another Solution Sunday. Until next week, create for yourselves a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Connecting You to You Radio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Are you ready to discover more about how simple healing your body can actually be when you do it from the higher wisdom of your soul? To learn more about what I do and how you can work with me, visit ConnectingYouToYou.com and get on my mailing list to be the first to know about my latest offerings. If you'd like to interact with me on Facebook, please join my group, Soul Sourced Healing. Check the show notes below for these links and more. I hope to see you again next time on Connecting You to You Radio.